Okay, okay, on today's episode of Sipping on a 40, all we're doing is talking to Bondi. You know, we've been upgrading the production on the show for quite some time. Not going to front. Pretty damn proud of what the fuck we're doing on this damn show. Sounding dope. That being said, today on this Saturday night, I got things to do. I got other things to make. So I'm just giving you this conversation about this game against the Jets with Bondi. And then I'm piecing it. It is what it is. Enjoy Sipping on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Yeah, you're going to see once you start getting the second series of all these teams, right? Like I bet you the the Montreal Vancouver series coming up the back to back is going to be extra chippy. It's going to be a lot of emotions in that game. And I'm interested to see how the Canucks look in those two games. Has this team turned a corner in a sense? Have they figured things out defensively? Have they turned a corner or is it just they played the Sens and the Jets? And I think honestly, I think honestly this you, you look at this Canucks this game that just ended they should have won by a lot more. They should have won by like five, six, hey. one. It's not for Connor Hellebuck, right? Like hey. He was amazing. And it's a similar situation to the Canucks. Like the Jets have, you know, prob- they probably have a worse defense if you look at it on paper than the Canucks. And that's saying something, right? Like they, they don't really have anyone on defense, but they got the Vesna winning goaltender and Connor Hellebuck. And he was for the, for, you know, value money, looked like a Vesna goalie tonight he made a lot of great saves especially when it was 3-1 he kept them in this game that's what the Jets need to do this season yeah. you know that's what that's their game plan essentially is let Hellebuck keep you in the game I know so, man. it's they should have won by a lot more tonight but I'm gonna interested to see if this team has turned a corner in this back-to-back against Montreal or again they just play the Sens in the Jets no because real, I think man. I think the top two teams in this division will be Toronto Montreal in some order dude We're going to have to do it again, Bondi. You're going to start it off like that. No, the best team in Canada is going to be Vancouver. 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 I I was thinking about this throughout the game. You know, you know, sorry, Cal, you know what's weird? I thought every time you did that, you like actually like said it. I didn't know it was like a sound bite (laughs) up until now. Nah, man, it's a sound bite. That's production here at the Posted Up Studios. You're on the Nux Misconduct Network. You're listening to Sipping on a 40. We got Bondi, Kyle after this game against the Jets. And and I was thinking about this a lot because I still see a lot of struggle. Yes, a lot of struggle with their best players. They're still a little sloppy. But now this is what happens with elite players. They don't have to be at their best to pick up points. And the yeah. puck is about to, like it's starting to go in the net for these guys, and it's been going in the net for the majority of the season for Brock Besser. Yo, he may be the X factor for this team, man. He he's looking good, and he was looking good in every aspect of the game tonight, defensively in the neutral zone and offensively. He was a killer, so he, he's really surprising me. And again, that's why I do believe this team really does have a chance to be that top team, especially through eleven games now, winning four straight. Brock Besser, X factor. He adds to that elite group. Yo, Vancouver doing it. Vancouver doing it. Well, you know who my answer would be for X Factor for the Vancouver Knights is JT Miller. But look, Brock Besser has eight goals already this season. He's leading the NHL in goals mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. far this season, which is insane. And like, I know one of them was an empty net tonight. Hey, still counts. Still counts. Yo. I'll remember, take it. remember all that discussion about like his wrist? Was his shot gone? Remember all that discussion? I think you could put that to rest now. Yo, Bondi, wouldn't you he's like still, to score? He's still an empty one of the best pure goal scorers in the league. Wouldn't whoa, that's a bold statement, dog. That's a bold statement, but he's I backing so. it up. I think but he's so. backing it up. And yo, wouldn't you want to score an empty netter? I'd fuck with that. Give me that. 
No, it EMT. counts. It counts. It counts, baby. It counts. And yo, Brock Besser, I think when his contract does expire, I think at the end of the next year, his qualifying offer is above $7 million. So this guy better back it up with Geno's. And he, he looks as if he's having fun. And I did see that tweet mentioning how Dan Murphy said on local radio that he took the trade rumors to heart and how he wasn't being mentioned in the core four. Brock Besser looking like a hell of a hockey player. Another one. And he's in that top six too. Niels Hooglander. Yo, the dude drinks a Red Bull every fucking period or every 10 minutes, dude. That guy goes. And I think I think something's happened to Hooglander over the last four or five games because he's getting chopped. He's getting slashed. He's getting, he's getting abused out there on the ice. And he's not taking it. And I think it's actually helping him get, get used to the NHL game quicker. And he's using that to his advantage. And what we saw today was incredible. Incredible. He, he looks as if he's a vet he's a vet yeah he's played 11 games that, that's a hard game hooglander plays and just wait till the skill and we've seen glimpses of it but let's let's just wait till that catches up to the competitive side of neils i'm waiting for him to try the lacrosse goal <laughs> i want to see him try a lacrosse goal soon man like he's brimming with confidence i think it's coming i think it's coming soon man this guy's like so confident right now and you saw tonight like just the way he battles along the boards keeps possession he, you know, I tweeted, I tweeted this to, at, at you during the game, and this is not a, a, yeah. like original comparison by me. I've heard Ray other Farrar, say it. Ray he's, a, said it. he's a Swedish, he's a Swedish, Brendan Gallagher. Yeah, well, let's he plays, take that. You know, we got to take that. We got to take that because that is what this team needs more of, and that's edge, and that's edge. And it's it's really interesting to see that they get most of their edge from their top six, like JT Miller's like that. Pedersen's like that, and now Niels Hooglander's like that. That's three of your players on the top six that don't take shit lightly. Now, I mean, we saw we saw Hooglander almost take off the dude's head today, Shifley's, and it kind of brings you back to that point in the World Juniors. I believe it might have been last year or the year before where he got suspended after ripping up the tournament scoring-wise. He got suspended for being a dirty-ass player. Hooglander does not take shit, and I think based on his shenanigans on the ice, you know, he's always trying to stick handle, always trying to make a play happen. Other players don't like that, especially because he's a rookie, and they're, they're trying to get at him. They're trying to get him off his game, but it's not going to happen, and it's it's been probably the brightest light next next to Brock Besser when, you, when you're talking about the top six because, again, the skill and the fun, it hasn't all been there for Niels Hooglander. It's going to take time, but we didn't know we were going to get this type of effort level every fucking game. Yeah, there's a good chance the Vancouver Canucks could have four straight nominees for the Calder. It's, it's a very real possibility, right? Like you had Besser, Pedersen, Hughes, and now Hooglander. Oh, mm -hmm. He's got to be in the conversation with his start this no, he, season. He does. He does. And I think we're going to see more. I'm confident in this dude. Through a 56 as game schedule. As long as he's playing with Bo Horvat in the top six, he's getting power play time. Him and Bo Horvat seem to have great chemistry, like just right off the bat. As long as he's getting that opportunity with Bo Horvat, which I don't assume Travis Green is going to switch up at no. any time in the near future, no. the, the success will come. He was so good five on five today. He was so good in the offensive zone. And again, it's that competitive spirit that I, I say he learns that from the best, the best on this team. It's that culture that this organization is trying to set and their best players are fucking tryhards, man. There is not a more annoying thing to go up against in the world of sport than a fucking tryhard that is actually good at the sport itself. You, you know, because you have some of those guys, right? You're playing rec yeah. soccer, rec hockey. They try so fucking hard, but they can't do shit with the puck. Hooglander can do anything with the puck, and he tries his fucking ass off. Probably the most annoying player to play up against. 
Yeah, no, he he was great tonight. And I think this you mentioned the lot of line earlier, going back to the lot of line. This was like one of their better games, maybe their best game of the season at five on five. There was a couple of shifts where they looked like their old selves from last season, you know, dominating an offensive zone, controlling the puck, generating good offensive chances. So I think five on five is where I wanted to see the lotto line progress. Obviously, they had they've had success on mm-hmm. the power play since JT Miller's come back, but you gotta do it at five on five. So a power play is one thing. Gotta be able to do it consistently at five on five. And yeah, they they look good tonight. Let's see let's see how they do against Montreal. But it's trending in the right direction for the lot of line. It's trending. Think, at five on five. It's trending, yo, Vancouver. I'm I'm oppressive for the third time. I could care less if I'm overdoing it. Hey, it's a Kyle Bowen production. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm gonna press it again because this city about to rain over the nation. It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. It's gonna happen, Canada. Watch the fuck out. West Coast, best coast. It's happening. And I was really thinking about this, man. You you remember when we got snow for 10 minutes? Yes. And, and that happened the day, I think it happened the day after I talked all this love for Mother Nature. And she just hit me with some snow. I really thought we were going to get it for quite quite some time. But still, man, it only happened for 10 minutes. I think it's, I think it's Vancouver's year based on that, bro. Our weather's yeah. been pretty decent. <laughs> Not going to front. Uh, Mother Nature looking out for us. Still, still rained a bunch, but yeah, no snow is a good sign. Hey, man, we need the rain too because we got to rain over this whole fucking nation. Now, before I let Bondi go, let's let's ask him a couple unhockey related questions, okay? This is sipping sure. on a forty. I'm not gonna give you guys an outro. Uh, I got I got other things to do, but we have Bondi here, and I think we can go back and forth here. Uh, you got to give me some some Stevie Wonder records. I know you've given me a couple before, but I need a couple more. The posted up playlist is gonna update that same playlist that's now updated. What two hundred and 200 and what, 50 consecutive weeks? Are you serious? Yes, on Spotify and Apple Music, you can find that playlist. And again, we give you 22 every Sunday. And again, Bondi, I'm going to need at least two Stevie Wonder songs. Now, I'm only asking for this because I just read about him in Creative Quest. And they were really talking about how he made a couple songs with his ex-wife, who also was a performer. And they were inspired by the Beatles. I forgot mm-hmm. what Beatles project they were inspired by, but hey, yeah, I need a couple more Stevie Wonder songs. I oh, okay, really? Okay, I'm pulling up the Spotify. Okay, go ahead, right go now. ahead. I'm pulling. Up, ahead. Okay, I honestly think like Stevie Wonder, he's got a four album stretch from Talking Book to Songs in the Key of Life. It's like a four album stretch. It might be one of the best four album stretches any artist has ever put out. Like they're all just so good. Okay, but you want like indiv- two individual give songs? Give me two individual songs, okay? But I, I do want to go, g- give me something off the talking book because I feel like I'm connecting dots here. I need something from that album and then uh, go ahead and give me something else from, okay, from well, any the, album. The, the most, I would say the most recognizable song off that album is... Fuck the recognizable. What's your favorite? What's your favorite, dog? Ooh, okay. The Bondi's, Bondi's best. Okay, I'm looking through the playlist right now. Uh, I really like Tuesday Heartbreak. That's there you a go, really bud. good song. We got that one. That's we a good, got that's that a good one. song. And if, right. we're, if we're looking off on, on uh, another album, let me see. Um, let me see. I know you've had one of these songs on their playlist before, so I don't want to select that one. Uh, I amen. really like. You know what song I really like? You know the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You've read you've read yeah. Anthony Keys' yeah. book, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers did a cover of this song. And I really like the I like that cover version, but I also really like the Stevie Wonder version. It's called Higher Ground. It's off Inner Visions. Thank you, bro. There you, you go. Should, you should listen to the the cover for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, though, too. I will, man. And I was actually, like a cool like metal song. I was actually thinking about both those books that I read uh, off of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Flea Acid for the Children, which I don't know if you read yet, but it's at the studio. Make sure, make sure one, you though. fucking take it because I try getting everyone to read it, and I think they look at it and then they. 
they hear that it's from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and a lot of these people, they fucking hip hop heads, right? Well, fuck the Is it better than Anthony Peppers. Kiedis's Dude, book or worse? <laughs> no, can Anthony different? Kiedis's book, Scar Tissue, something else. It's another level of entertainment. And yeah, I hate it's some to, real uh, rock star shit. I've it's some real book. rock star shit. You know, it's it's sad. It's a little miserable, but it's that rock star life. And he was willing to give it up. He was willing to give it up for the mm-hmm. people. He, he didn't have to write all that, but he did. Uh, Flea's different. It's different. Acid for the Children is different, but it works. And I do want you to read that as well. And it's ironic that we're leading into this conversation with books are already on it because that was my last question. Okay. I just want to know. I've been asking a lot of people this. Like, what do you get out of reading? Because I don't think it's just learning, bro. I think there's something else that happens there. I'm trying to break it down. I'm trying to figure it out. What do you get from it? What, what do I get out of reading? That is, that's a very deep question. It I is. Like I know. Uh, it is. And it's a deep yeah. show. Sipping on a 40. Okay. Bow and Bondi. What do I like how to read? I think it's just uh, like, a, like a break. Like I know you, I, I know I've seen, I've seen you in the studio. You like, like listening to music. You like, like, you know, I'm setting a mood. I just, I, I, I put my phone like on the other side of the room and I just read. That's all it is. It's a, it's a break. That's all it is. I, you know, I stare at screens all day and that's why probably I'll never go to like, I don't know what your opinion is on like, um, the Kindles and everything. I know. I don't know if I could ever do that because I stare at a screen all day. I don't want to stare at another screen reading a book. I want to see an, I want to read, see paper. I want to read off of like a piece of paper. You know what? So it's an escape. It's a, it's a, you know, a break. It's an escape. It's a break. And I don't even escape. read much fiction. I'm a more of a nonfiction person, but it's just, it's just a break. I love that. You, you said two really cool words that sound as if they're opposites, right? A break and an escape, but they do connect. And that's the fucking answer right there. Hey, don't get me wrong. You learn a lot too. And you go for a book, you know, to, to get some knowledge. I think that's inevitable if you're paying attention and actually reading the book, but the best thing about it is the break. It, it is the escape. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking peace of mind. Because, you know, it's not even the screen that's... Like, the screen is full of bullshit, right? And it's it's full of distractions. Like, real life itself. Like, real life itself, sometimes it gets overwhelming. And, and it is, you know, just good to escape somewhere else via a book. And just live in someone else's shoes. And autobiographies, for sure, have, have probably been my most favorite genre. And I can just fucking finish a book. Like it's nobody's business. Bondi, thanks for those answers. And we're only talking about books because what the fuck you're reading is coming back. It's coming back so fucking soon. And it's, it's the triumphant exci- return. It's exciting. It really is exciting. And, and bro, I've read four books in the last 30 days. Damn, that's impressive. That's I've fuck, read one man. book over the past two months since it's okay. Come back. It's okay. My goal with the show is to have like the listeners read one book a year. It's, you know, hey, we're sports fans, right? One page yeah. at a time, baby. One page at a time. <laughs> one, one, one chapter a week. One chapter a week. Just pace yourself. One page at a time. We're trying to form new habits, trying to make this world a little bit better. Speaking of a little bit better, go get the Nux Misconduct Network wherever you listen to hockey podcasts. I swear to you. Yes, I swear to you. Once you find it, subscribe. And boom, bam, your hockey life will become a little bit better. Uh, body, uh, do you, who's on the show this week? Power the uh, Nav Nav Dosange. He is one of the co-hosts of the Large Cast, which is a podcast you can find everywhere. And it's a show on Sportsnet 650. So had him on, uh, recorded it Friday. Okay, and uh, should be coming out Tuesday. It's a good conversation. There you go. There you go. Bonnie Hopefully, has- it's not too out of date before you know the episode comes out. But you know, it might I think be. It's, it's still a good conversation about the Canucks this season. It's, it, a, it's another Canucks heavy episode. I want to do another Canucks heavy episode. Fair enough. Fair enough. And. and we'll- Let's ask you this on air. Like, why don't you just release it like sooner? Why does it have to be on a Tuesday? Yeah, aren't you scared of that? Because in this season, you know, things happen so quick, man. Things happen so quick. You have a key to a studio. You can make another episode. I I could, but you know, I I just think people have an expectation. Power of the towel comes out Tuesday. Oh. It's Tuesday. It's power of the towel comes out. Hey, 
Say less, man. Say less. I'm just asking the questions, and you got the fucking answers. Nick Bondi, uh, thanks a lot for being here. Hey, Begsy, if you're listening to this, uh, maybe I'll put that uh, Stevie Wonder song about the daughter on this playlist again. I'll put it next to the Young Thug song, okay? Isn't she lovely? Isn't she lovely, man? That's a great song. Isn't she lovely? It's based on, like, its purpose and the context and the melodies. Yo, it's it couldn't have been made the harmonica. Any way. The har- I've always liked the harmonica. It's beautiful. The ten out of ten. Really cool. Ten out of ten. Again, get the Nux Misconduct Network. That was sipping on a forty. The Canucks, uh, they won four straight, and now you can fucking party in Canada. Yes, Canada. Listen to this, okay? For the fourth time, we fucking playing it. We about to rain all over you. Peace. It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah! It's raining. Vancouver. Every special day.